everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Parenting Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Allie Epstein, and today I'm joined with two very special people. You all know that I love Orange Theory, but I'm here with two of the greatest influences in the Orange Theory realm, the founder of Orange Theory Memes on Instagram, Rachel Wallman, which has over 57,000 followers, and Andrew Coleman-Smith, the founder of Fat Tuesdays, which the Facebook group has over 8,000 members, and his YouTube channel has over 23,000 subscribers. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Hi. Yes, thanks for the intro. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't you guys share your story, and how did you get into Orange Theory? Rachel, I'll let you go first. You hit it off. Okay, that sounds good. It's actually (laughs) funny because Andrew and I started really similarly. Like, he started just a month after I personally started, which I think is really interesting and fun, um, just for the podcast to hear. But I started in November 2017, and I started the memes page in April of 2018. So I just surpassed one year of the page which honestly blows my mind every day. Um, but I, Mazel tov. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I fell in love with Orange Theory literally after day one. I'd always heard about it, and I've known about it for a really long time, but it was so far away from where I lived that I was kind of unsure if I should try it. And so one day I saw this picture of myself, And I was like, who is that person? I was literally trying to Photoshop it so that I look smaller. And I was like, I don't want to be this person anymore. And that was the day I signed up for my first class. I came in prepared knowing that, like, I wanted to join. I wanted this to be part of my life. And it was an instant connection, instant love. I'm literally obsessed, as everyone knows, hence my pages. (laughs) And I can't imagine my life without it. And it's changed me in so many ways. And the fact that, like, I consistently go, like, my parents thought, oh, like, maybe she'll do it for a month. But literally haven't stopped since day one. So that's pretty much why and how much I love Orange Theory. And I could literally talk about it all day. (laughs) Okay, well, you did a way better job at telling your backstory than I'm gonna do right now that was (laughs) that was of course epic (laughs) um okay so I started I've always made like YouTube videos but I started I started really documenting my fitness journey like the top of 2017 and I you know did my first you know week at Orange Theory and I just I, I I needed something to shake me out of a rut so I joined Orange Theory to kind of like give me that little boost that I needed because I wasn't doing enough in in my own gym, like in my apartment. And so when I joined, I I really loved it. And so I just put up my video like I would any other videos that I make. And this one, I, it kind of, I didn't realize there was a community with Orange Theory. Like I kind of just thought I had no, I, I, I didn't know anything about it. So I don't know what I thought. I just knew that it was a good workout and it worked for me. And then, so once I started posting these videos, people started to, um, join in on the journey and now there's the fat Tuesday fam and I, I post on Tuesday. That's what it's called. Fast fat Tuesdays. And, and yeah, I've just been obsessed with it ever since. And like Rachel says, it's completely revolutionized the way that I see fitness and the way I see a fitness routine. And I'm super grateful for it. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel the exact same way as you guys. Um, so how did you come up with 
your meme pages and doing the videos? Um, so in April, when I created the page a year ago, I was talking to my best friend, who's actually now my business manager of the page. And I was like, we should see if there's any like orange theory memes online. And there was only about two or three that I could find. And we were talking about it. And I was like, is there not an Instagram for this? And we were looking and she was like, no, I can't find anything. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to start it. And I'm the kind of person that I do something, I do it instantly. I do not think I just do, which is both good and bad. Um, (laughs) But I literally was like, okay, should we call it OTF memes or Orange Theory memes? And we were like, yeah, Orange Theory memes makes a lot more sense, especially if you're looking up Orange Theory. So we thought about that. And we just like kind of created it together. But I run the page and I've made... I counted the other day. I've made about 240 memes, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. But also the page has like well over 450. So that also shows you how much the community has gotten into it and how I get sent memes at least multiple times a day. And which is also crazy and amazing. So I'm like so grateful for the community because there's no way I could have done it by myself. And the fact that like, we've been able to create this like meme family or as we like to be called the Mm. afterburners um it's been insane and amazing and I just feel really grateful for it and I never ever thought it would become this I never thought I'd get so many followers and Andrew knows I like started following him on the page and I would look and be like oh do I have as many followers as Andrew and I never (laughs) thought I'd surpass him (laughs) I never did I would always check and be like who do I have more than Andrew? Oh, and then one day it just like, I think like Hell Week it super exploded. So, uh, yeah, you done. Um, yeah, and you've definitely surpassed me. So I, I give you, I give you all my props because you absolutely deserve it. But um, you're so sweet. But yeah, so I just, uh, I think I dabbled a little bit into this when, when I on my first question by accident. But yeah, I, I started just posting my videos on Tuesdays and. I, I just kept doing that and kept being consistent about it. And my audience started to really lean more towards my fitness journey. At first, it was just going to be like a series that I did on my channel within my other videos. But shortly after that, I realized, okay, this is my niche. This is this is what people are interested in. This is what they want to see from me. And I just kept doing that and I doubled down on it. And now that's what my channel is. And my channel's uh, really focused on fitness and uh, my health journey and it's crazy and the fat tuesday fam there are people from all over the world or, or the world yeah and it's um it's, it's just been a super supportive and amazing community and and yeah i'm like rachel said i'm just, just still mind blown at the whole thing so i'm i'm still talking about it like um like a third person to the situation because i'm just like looking at it all like completely amazed so it's just been a really really fun ride yeah that's awesome so how do you think your community is kind of cultivated? You know, I think that's the thing about the the Orange Theory community as a whole is I think it was already this underlying community. Like the Reddit page is is still so huge. And that was actually there, I think. Uh, well, I know before, before the um, – do what now? Oh, I love the Reddit page. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I, um, – and, yeah, it's um, – so I think that there was already like this underlying community 
there. And I think when we created our pages, we just kind of gave people places to, to, to go as well. Yeah. I mean, I super agree with Andrew and I think for me, the way that like my community grew was a mixture of things. Like I'm very lucky that I decided to do memes because I really think orange theory is literally the most memeable workout I've ever done. Um, the fact that memes are so viral within themselves mm-hmm. has helped me. Also, hashtags have played a huge role. So, like, my second comment on every single meme is all the hashtags I use, um, which is definitely, I I believe, one of the biggest tips I can give to growing your following is using the right hashtag. So, anytime anyone looks for Orange Theory, my memes would come up. And so, I think that really helped my growth and has really helped people find me and also everyone tags their friends because they're like oh I have someone at my studio who does this just like the meme or like today's meme I talked about how there is like someone on the treadmill next to me although honestly I was on the bike today but there's (laughs) someone on the treadmill like next to me who's already finished like the entire run rows on the bonus round and I barely have finished the first part you know Mm -hmm. because I'm slow I have no shame about it But, you know, that's why I love Orange Theory, because of all the different fitness levels. And so people have people like that. And I think it's, like, really helpful that I'm not this, like, perfect athlete, you know? Because I think if I was, I would not be able to meme as well. Because what issues do they have, you know? Oh, tried so hard and, like, beat everyone. (laughs) But we love, like, all those people at Orange Theory. And so, yeah, I really think that's why my following has just grown and... I've just been really committed to the page too. And I like put all of my passion into it and responding to people and talking to people about it. And on, you know, in every single DM I read and I talk to people and I want to help people. So yeah. So Andrew and I really, we have very similar ideas and like communities, I believe. Yeah. That sounds great. I know I tag all of my friends in all of the memes when I find it's very <laughs> relatable, <laughs> especially all the ones that are like, yep, I'm dead. <laughs> same <laughs> so what are your days kind of like so I I think um, I can take this one first if you want Rachel I uh, yeah my, my days are pretty much like I have a regular job that I work in I work in marketing at a TV station so I do that so my day really starts kind of like at night if you will so that's when I'm editing my videos and <laughs> when I'm like getting everything done together. So when you say day, I laugh because I'm like, I don't know when my day starts and stops, but it's, it's definitely very, it's definitely very hectic. And I think Rachel really touched on a point there is just like remaining involved in like the DMS and then the comments, that's kind of like an all day thing as well. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know like what a typical day looks like. Cause it's always different, but I know it's a lot of, It's a lot of being on my phone and computer, and I'm sure Rachel can relate to that. Oh, yes. Okay, so my, like, life is very strange and different as well, and it's kind of opposite. I'm, like, a super early bird. Like, in my dream world, if, like, I didn't have one of my jobs, I would go to bed at, like, 8 p.m., like, be in bed at 7.30, (laughs) go to bed at 8, and wake up at 4 and take a 5 a.m. Like, that's my dream life. Um, That's not my life. But I'm actually a grandma and <laughs> that's like the life I want to live. I want to eat dinner at four. Okay. 
But besides that, my actual life, um, it really depends. I do have a lot of sleep issues as like Andrew and I, I think both have in common because we've definitely texted at like really random times of the night before, um, (laughs) which I appreciate, even though we're in different time zones. I know that Andrew will be up at three and I'll be up at three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But a traditional day, I usually take the 7 a.m. class. And then uh, I I don't eat before I work out. So I usually take 7 a.m. that I eat breakfast. Then I usually post a meme in that time. I try to let the meme sit and not look at it for an hour. So I'll normally like relax and watch TV. I really love TV. Um, and Same. then <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> and then um, so I work. So one of the jobs I work is I do online Skype tutoring three days a week from like three to 8 p.m. Um, hence why I can't go to bed at 8 p.m. Um, <laughs> and so that's what I do in the afternoons during the week. And then my main job of being a musician happens on the weekend. So I usually go away um, and I'm traveling a lot on Fridays and Sundays because I do weekend events. And so what's nice, though, about the page is that the page is never as like active on Saturdays and Sundays as it is during the week. I find that a lot of people only go Monday through Friday, or if they do, like, they don't talk to me about it. The page is definitely like hop in during the week and is like chill on the weekends, which works well for me. Um, but yeah, that's like mainly what I do. And sometimes when I'm tutoring, the kids like don't necessarily need me. So I'm able to be on the page like so often. It's kind of disgusting how many hours I spend on my phone. Like, I don't know, Andrew, if you ever look at screen time on your phone, but no, I, <laughs> I would love no, to see screen won't. time. I would literally love that. But I'll just say for <laughs> the sake of being honest and transparent, which is like me as a human, I spend this is embarrassing. I spend 24 hours a week on Instagram. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's I spent a literal day on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't that ridiculous? I know. I know it's so bad, but I just love talking about orange. Theory. But you run a page yeah, though, you know, sense. so it's kind of different. Yeah. So that's that it's out in the open now. You all know. Um, and I'm, I would never set time limits for myself because that would, I just wouldn't be able to do it. Like people do that. I don't know how. <laughs> you yeah. So your relationship has, sounds like it's definitely changed with social media since starting your pages and videos. And would you say that it's been for the better, for the worse? Is there anything you wish could have been different about your new relationship with social media? Um, Andrew, I'll go first on this one. I feel like I am the kind of person who really likes to live in the moment. So, like, if I'm at a concert or something like that, although that's unrealistic, I never go to concerts. Um, but if I'm at something that's like, <laughs> like a moment, I might like snap a picture or post it on my story, and then I'm just like, I put the phone down. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I've gotten my like memes page, it has taken over a lot of my life. And I have to really practice like putting down my phone when I'm with my wife, like at night. 
Um, the nice thing though, is my wife is super understanding and is really supportive and she also loves her phone. And it's funny before the meme stage, I'd be like, Oh, you're so addicted. But now I really can't speak. I have to, (laughs) I have to be the one to put it down and make time, you know? And I also like a pet peeve of mine is people when you're talking to them, like at a restaurant or you're out and they're just constantly on their phones. Like I'm very good about putting my phone like away and not even looking at it and I don't set up notifications for Instagram because if I did I would be a dead human (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I, I don't have I don't have the notifications on for Instagram either but I and I definitely I definitely couldn't take it if I would if I had your phone because I'm only imagining the kind of (laughs) Instagram. Um, but yeah so I think for me it's it's because I see myself more as like a, a content creator than like, I guess a social media person or as that mm-hmm. is my job. So I, I, I really see uh, content creation as just like my focus. So when I, when I think of social media, it's totally about, it's totally like, I don't see it like I'm on yeah. my phone. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I, I don't feel like I'm playing on my phone if I'm on Instagram. I feel like I'm, like, making content and, like, talking to You're my working. audience and the Fat Tuesday fam. And, yeah, I kind of just feel like it's like that. So I think it's just – and I have, like, a I have workaholic mm-hmm. tendencies to me. And so I feel like I'm in the same boat as Rachel that I'm working on, like, finding that balance and making sure that I am spending time with my wife, like, enough time and – uh, but it's so weird that you say that, Rachel, because my wife loves her phone. Sounds <laughs> like, like their wives. I feel like friends. it's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I'm on my phone, I look over and she's on hers too. But it, there's definitely those times where she's like, "Okay, like, you know, time to get off your phone." Like, and I'm like, "All right, you're right." So um, it's definitely just become more, more ingrained in my life. I think throughout all of this, it's just more a part of my everyday life as opposed to just something you know, just on a whim that I was doing for fun. And now it seems to be like, there's, there's more of like, there's a schedule, like on Tuesdays I post and on Sundays I go live on YouTube and there's so many different mm-hmm. platforms that mm-hmm. I have now. So sometimes it feels a little overwhelming, but it's all just at this, at the end of the day, it's like Rachel said at the top, I'm so grateful for it all that it's just like still so exciting. And I don't know. So it's, um, it's changed, but for me, it's changed yeah, for the better. That makes sense. Well, as a normal person, I would say I've had my Instagram notifications off for like, four years now probably and when I'm out with yeah it's and when I'm better. out with friends and they just see all these pins come up when like they just post a picture I'm like that's just annoying to me I oh, know like, I hate exactly. being in a group chat and there's so many oh, messages coming worst. in and I'm like I just don't want to listen to this right now <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right but um so why do you think group fitness classes are so popular and like the greater communities aid in like committing to working out more? I think it's that we're all in it together feeling that I feel, at least for me, I think that what I like about Orange Series, I feel like I really feel that, and there, there's of course Fat Tuesday fam that's not in Orange Series. So like, I'm, you know, sometimes I get really specific with Orange Series, but it's just what I personally do. But um, the thing about Orange Theory for me is that it all feels like a room of people that have tried it on their own. And now they're like, OK, we got to do this together because because I'm, at least that's what how I am in my life. It's like I, I'm not going to do this on my own. I'm definitely not going to go stand in a gym by myself. So let's all just get in here and let's do this together. We're all like in the same boat. We're all like just trying to check this off for the day. 
and I don't know, it just kind of feels like it just doesn't feel like you're alone. And I know that that's pretty, a pretty obvious answer, but it also just doesn't feel like you're alone and just trying to improve your life. So I think when you go there, there's the accountability, there's the, you know, there's the staff at the front and then there's the coaches and it's just, it's just a lot of people there that are all with the same goal. It's just really motivating. Yeah. um, I definitely agree. There's also been like research and studies that I've read about, about how, group fitness will make you work harder and having that accountability. I think Orange Theory is unique with the diverse group of people, which is Mm -hmm. so inspiring. Like I know that as a plus size woman that I help people feel like they can do it because I don't let anything stop me in that regard. Like, for example, I was talking to someone two days ago who was trying out Orange Theory for the first time, and she was also plus size. And I was saying, listen, like, I hadn't worked out in seven years before I did this, and now I can't stop. And I think it just makes people feel better and feel accepted when they see someone that they personally can relate to. Um, and I think that's why it's so amazing having that community of different kinds of people. Yes, you have those incredible athletes with all the muscles, but you have someone who's 70 years old still getting their afterburn. Like that is some kind of magic that I've never seen anywhere else. You know, like even when you think about other boutique fitness, mm. a lot of them attract a certain type of person. Orange Theory is so good about attracting every kind of person and I think that's why I love it because I love that I've just met this diverse group of people who I literally would have never been friends with before Orange Theory and at my personal like normal time slot most of the people are like 40 to 60 and I'm like one of the youngest ones to work out with them and they've kind of adopted me and it's amazing you know like I there's just it's just amazing that's honestly the best way I can describe it yeah no I get that I know whenever I go to like a later like 9 15 a.m class I feel like I've became friends with like all of the moms and dads that like drop their kids (laughs) off at school and I'm like yes would not be in a having a normal conversation with you in any other circumstance (laughs) it's like the beauty of group fitness right um you guys touched on this a little bit but do you have any advice for someone who would want to enter the like community organizer content creator field you know I say my biggest thing that I always tell people is to just find your niche because before when I was making content I was just a little bit all over the place I was just like making making whatever I wanted which is great you know there's like a there's a fun in that but in terms of building a community and like really building something online, you really have to find your niche. You have to find what is going to make you stand out when people are searching for things. Like I really like what Rachel said about that's how people found her pages. They were searching specifically for orange theory. And I think if, and and I, and I think you'll agree that without finding your niche, um, you kind of just blend into everything else that's out there. Like if you were like a workout memes, memes page, or if I just Mm -hmm. started out as just like, random you know just basic workout you know youtube videos i don't know if as many people would have found us because we hadn't we haven't given them something specific that people were searching for so i think that's the first thing and the second thing is to just just realize that it it takes a lot of work like it's it's actually 
it's actually a lot of work. Like we, we touched on like being mm-hmm. on our phones a lot <laughs> and our computers a lot. And it, it really is a lot of work and it's super fun and super rewarding, obviously. Like, I don't think we even need to say that, but I think finding your niche and then realizing that it takes a lot of work. And if you don't see the success right at the beginning, that's okay. I always relate it back to like, when you see, you know, an athlete, you know, at, you know, that's, that's doing well or whatever they, they've been probably being an athlete since they were like four years old. So it's, it's kind of like, you have to just realize that, you know, some people do find that like quick, but I think that, um, I think that's, that's my biggest thing is just make sure you set aside time to actually get there and find your niche and have fun with it. Yeah. Andrew touched on a lot of fantastic points that I a hundred percent agree with. Um, it's interesting because actually I'm starting to do some social media consulting um, after I've realized that I kind of understand how this all works. So for me, what I think is super, super important is to stay on brand. And I know that not everyone may necessarily know what that means. So basically whenever like someone sends me something or I want to post something, you have to think about, is this how I want my brand to be represented? So I always think about Orange Theory and I always think about them as a brand and especially with the memes. So I'll never post anything that I think is inappropriate or is foul or negative. I try so hard to be positive. And so I think about that with the page as well. And especially if people start to get negative in the comments or start to like, have issues I immediately delete it because I want to stay positive I want to keep orange theory looking amazing and I want people to join because I love orange theory and so staying on brand is so key like my personal page it's not like this beautiful Instagram that's like perfectly cultivated with a beautiful grid it's me as a human because I'm very honest and I want to show people and be a role model that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be weird and silly. And that's okay, you know, and I think we need more of that. And I think that's something Andrew also does super well on his page. He's honest. He tells the truth. He speaks what needs to be heard. You know, him and I did this whole thing about mental health the other day. Like, I think that's a huge part too. People want to see who you are. Don't try to be someone that you're not. And even though, yes, I run a memes page and it's like fun and silly, but this is like, I think, important advice for someone if you're trying to create yourself as a brand be you because that's what people want to see and no one else can be who you are and that will give you an edge no that's great advice Um, thank you yeah okay so for all the listeners we are recording this on thursday april 18th so this is going to be a little outdated by the time it comes out but has anyone taken today's workout yet (laughs) I have. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I wish that I did, but no, I think I'm eight a.m. for you. I'm gonna go later tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I I I'm trying to get more sleep nowadays, so I'm like, I, I know I didn't get enough sleep to get up and work out, so I'm not gonna. Well, if you like it spoiled, it's a run row. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I I don't love the rower, but I'll. I'll it's get not it so bad though, because you're doing like thirty second sprints on the rower in mm-hmm. a sense, and depending on if you go two G or three G, three G is partner, which I know how Andrew feels about that. Um, <laughs> but it's not bad, I don't think. I took the two G though. What did you take? Allie? I took a two G, but like the three G was right before me, and 
I know since it's April, like, I'm trying to do as many 2Gs as possible because I really want to win marathon month. Uh, but uh. I wish I took the 3G today because you got about the same amount of miles and you got a little bit of a break in running. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you both have gone today. I look awful. No, but it's so much later for us. And, like, I have to work out in the morning. <laughs> like, if I don't work out in the morning, I feel like there's something. Like, I don't know how people do it at night or afternoon. I very much, like, it depends on the day. Like, there's a good amount of time that, like, I can go for, like, the 7.45 p.m. class straight and, like, love it. And then there's days where it's, like, I need that, like, 7.15, 8.15 class. Right, yeah. right. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Hi. month. Oh, are you doing it at all? You know, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Only because, <laughs> like, I feel like I've been doing all the signature uh, workouts lately. And I just keep tacking on, like, more, more like, charges. <laughs> so, I'm like, I just need to set, I, I need to set this one out. Because I, <laughs> I just feel like... And also, I tried it like, last year and... I completely forgot about it and failed. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just like go, I'll do the, like the dry tries and the hell weeks and stuff. But a marathon month wasn't for me last year, but more power to you. Um, I am doing marathon month, but I, I do everything because I'm a sucker. Um, Same. Like I'm such a sucker for any swag. I love the marathon shirt. I think it's so cute so like obviously I'm gonna sign up and give them all of my monies um (laughs) I'm not doing like I'm doing okay I signed up for full marathon um and the problem is is I wasn't sure how my knee's doing so I've had to do the bike more Mm -hmm. but the good thing is I think I'll hit marathon because I'm doing the bike but I also travel to other studios and it has to be your home studio Mm -hmm. so it's a little funky (laughs) I know the same I'm not liking the like home studio only rule associated with it yeah but it's how they keep you accountable and try to get you at your home studio more yeah and it makes sense for the normal person yes (laughs) not us (laughs) oh god um so what advice would you guys have for somebody who wants to start a workout routine Hmm. I think my my only advice is to find something that you genuinely love. I think that's one of the reasons why Orange Theory has really worked for me is because I finally, for once in my entire existence on this planet, found something mm-hmm. that worked for me and, and it actually made me mm-hmm. excited. And so I think sometimes people... They, they look up Orange Theory and they're like, oh, well, I can't afford it. So no hope for me. And it's like, no, there's there's other things you can do. You just have to keep searching till you find something that that you really, really love and that you will go back to. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be excited to work out every single time because like the reality of that is, you know, there's going to be days where you don't feel like doing it. But if you can have something that at least after the workouts, you feel really good about it so much so that you'll come back again. I think that is the key It's just finding something that works for you. And even if it's something that nobody's ever heard of before and you're the only one who does it and, you know, it's, it's super niche and, and random, that's okay as long as it excites you and it makes you want to come back. I think that's the only way it's going to work because everybody can go to like a workout class that is a good workout but you got to go like multiple times in order to see results so you better make sure it's something that you actually want to do yeah I a thousand percent agree with Andrew and I also think that it's so important to find 
something that like you're gonna actually do so I think that something that's really great about Orange Theory which we all hate but also love is that $12 cancellation because mm-hmm. we all know we've gone when we didn't want to pay that money um, <laughs> keep yeah. the accountable literally uh, which is I think really great I also think you don't have to do what everyone else does you know I literally only knew one person who did orange theory and she lived in Florida and she doesn't do it anymore. Like, and that's how I found out about it. And so I don't have that many people in my life still to this day. I mean, obviously I have my new friends from orange theory, but like before who do orange theory. And so I found that thing. And what I always tell people, I don't care what you do, just find something that you're going to actually commit to. And it's waking up every morning and you have to kind of change your mindset. Don't think, oh, I have to go work out. Instead, be like, I get to work out. I get to challenge my body today. I get to decide that I'm going to make myself stronger today, you know, and I know it's hard. And I know Andrew's touched on this a lot in his videos about how not every day he's excited to go to Orange Theory. I'll be honest. I'm so weird. And I, I'm literally excited every time, like 95% of the time I'm pumped to go to Orange Theory. But that's the kind of person I am. I'm just very passionate. And I used to do like personal training way back in the day. And it was like, okay. But I think it's just finding that thing. Like one of my friends loves dance cardio classes and it's changed her life. And I'm like, hell yes, get it. You know, I also try really hard on my personal Instagram to cheer on my friends when they take pictures of themselves, like at their workouts, like when they post about cycle bar or soul cycle or boxing, I always try to be so supportive because I think that also helps people get excited about working out and you just got to find what works for you. Wow. No, you guys should both just become person like motivational speakers. That was great. <laughs> oh, <I'm> the- <laughs> we'll go on tour together. <laughs> A different orange theory in each city. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> um, so there's a question I'm asking everyone I'm interviewing, but what's something you guys are working on right now or a healthy habit you struggle with? Because I know people look at a lot of these experts in the world that I'm talking to and like you think they have everything all figured out, but not everyone has everything figured out at the same time. Rachel, do you I'll have start. Words? I'll start. Okay. Um, in the, the spirit of being honest and transparent, um, I personally struggle a ton with nutrition and eating. And I just think it's really important for people to know this. And I honestly haven't shared this on the page because I don't know. I've just been nervous about sharing like everything about my life, (laughs) which I don't have to deal with as much because the page is not me as a human. It's memes. But I personally, I have type two diabetes and I really, really, really want to get off medicine by the time I turn 30, which is this January. And it definitely goes up and down with me. And it's definitely hard. I also struggle from an eating disorder from classic like overeating and eating your feelings. And like when I was 18, I didn't get into any schools I wanted to go to for college. And I started making money for the first time in my life. And I ate fast food like two to three times a day. And I gained 50 pounds in a year. Um, And then a year or two later is when I got diabetes diagnosed with it. And so that's like has been such a struggle for me. And I haven't been as big as I was then in a long time. 
But for me, it's just I have to figure out what's going to work for me eating wise and figuring out how to eat clean. And it's also hard with health insurance because I'm trying to find like a registered dietitian that's on my plan and not like crazy expensive because I know that I can't do this by myself. Like I finally have found the fitness piece that works for me, but I really need like so much help with getting my like health and eating in line because I know once I can do that, like I'll be able to achieve anything. But I think it's really hard when you have like this history with food and having an eating disorder, like it's not as bad as it used to be. And I do go to therapy for that. And I do recommend that everyone should have a therapist. Oh, um, I agree to that so and much. So, yeah. And like, I just think it's so important that like, this whole journey is not just fitness, like it's mental health, it's physical health, it's what you're putting inside your body. And it's, it's really, really hard for me. And it's such a struggle. To make the better choices of what I need. Yeah, I, I, I want to piggyback off of what you said, because I think food is definitely big for me. But you kind of gave me the perfect transition. Because um we, we, you know, you touched on that we talked about mental health the other day. And I think for me, that's probably my biggest thing is I'm trying to figure out like a therapist mm-hmm. situation and trying to get, trying to figure out what I want to do with my mental health, because I, that's probably my biggest issue right now. And so I think that kind of getting that unlocked will help a lot of other things. It's like a snowball effect. So as much as I want to say nutrition and I, I, cause I do agree with that. I think it's not, it's not my real answer. My real answer is probably just like mental health stuff. It's probably my biggest thing that I'm trying to trying to get under control. And you're doing the whole vegan thing. Yeah. 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 So the vegan stuff definitely helps. That <laughs> helps a me, lot. helps me stay on track with yeah. I like dairy too much. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I mean, I'm not saying I don't ever eat it. I'm just, you know, I'm definitely not the perfect vegan. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, God. Oh, this has been so much fun. So where can people find you guys? I don't think anyone wants to promote them. Like, well, you guys can find like... them both online. Andrew is on YouTube at Andrew Coleman Smith, or you can just search Fat Tuesdays. And same thing on Instagram. And Rachel is on Instagram at Orange Theory Memes. And do you guys want to plug anything else? <laughs> you can follow my personal account too at Rachel Woolman if you super desire to see what I do in my other mm-hmm. life. But that's the only other thing. I mean, Andrew, your whole life is the fat Tuesday fan. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And if you and if you if you want to work on yourself and, you know, really dial into some self-love, join the Facebook group at the Fat Tuesday Fam on Facebook. It's a super amazing, fun, supportive group. So you can see see us over there. I love how we both that style. I was waiting for Rachel to go first. Because I know, I was waiting I, for you to go first. I know I don't want to be like the first person to promote myself. So I was like, I'll just let her go first. But uh, thank you so much, Allie. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you so much. I oh, feel oh so my God, honored. of course. I love your guys' stuff. I'm so happy you agreed to talk with me. Oh, thank you. Oh, my you. God, of course. All right. Well, everyone, go out there and get your sweat points, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.